For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're back for the matchups episode against the Chiefs. This is the defensive side. If you didn't already listen to the offensive side, go back and download that. Some good stuff there. Uh, lots of lots of information on Ravens staying ahead of the sticks in the run game, uh, potentially taking advantage of Chiefs corners uh, if, if conditions are somewhat wet. Uh, I in terms of uh, all kinds of things about Lamar Jackson and, and uh, taking care of Chris Jones and whatnot that are worth listening to. And of course, uh, a lot of that came from co-host Frazier Tafar. Co- uh, Frazier, how are you doing today? Doing good, Ken. Looking forward to breaking down the defense for this AFC championship matchup against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Um, this is the matchup for our Odafe Owe claimed better than our 2000 Ravens defense. There we go. I don't know if they're better than the 2000 Ravens defense. I would say no, but I do think this is the greatest Ravens team of all time. I think they already are. I I think even if they were to lose this game, I think it would still be true. The problem is if they really want to have their their legacy cemented among all NFL fans, they're going to have to win the next two games. And uh, this is just one hell of a football team. And we're we're, we're at a very fortunate confluence of uh, history here to be watching this. It's very nice. Yep, glad to be a part of it. Um, if looking forward to going to the game and enjoying this with my brother, and I'm going to make this. Hopefully, the Ravens make this the best memory of our lives to this point. That be that would be very cool indeed. Well, let's jump right in. Start us off with your your first matchup. Yep, I think we all know who our defensive matchup is going to be surrounded around. It's going to be number fifteen. But I'm going to take a deeper dive into what his weapons around him need to be suppressed. I think the main keys that they have is Kelsey, Rice, and Pacheco. In terms of passing, we need to be able to bracket Travis Kelsey with either Patrick Queen and Hamilton being able to take away the overtop and the outside and have Queen be able to continue to operate in the middle or Roquan operate in the middle and take care of him not taking into the seam or into the post. Cause I don't expect us to go man against Patrick Mahomes. It's just going to make it too easy for him to be able to dissect the defense and make a decision. So I expect us to kind of bracket Kelsey in that sense and kind of get Stevens almost on an Island, maybe on a cover three Island, not the true man to man and be able to get him matched up on rice and, have their secondary receivers go against whether it be Humphrey or uh, Darby on the outside and not have those two break the game and let MVS gray and Tony make the plays. I'll take a slightly different angle on a similar thing here. I think in terms of the Ravens secondary, they need to continue to reduce the responsibilities for the Ravens cornerbacks. Even if Marlon is back, he's going to be a more valuable physical asset, I think, than he will be 
um, a great coverage asset. So I think most of what he'll do of great value will be at the line of scrimmage. Um, and then they're, they're going to need to continue to get outstanding back end play uh, and and good rotation from that group. In this case, I don't mean rotation by snap. I'm talking about rotation of coverage mm-hmm. um, in, in terms of how they, they move around and try and take away routes. Uh, I, I think this is a game where they want Kyle Hamilton up front for reasons we'll get into later. Um, so a very important game to have an extra safety on the roster, on the game day roster. So I, you cannot go into this game with three safeties because you might be forced into a situation where you can't use Hamilton where you really need him, which is at that slot spot. Uh, covering Travis Kelsey and also giving you a, a healthy additional dose of run defense. Yeah. It's times like this. We wish we had Daryl Worley back there being a, a good deployable safety and not having to worry about people coming off the practice squad and this thing of that. But I expect, uh, I don't expect shots from Casey. I think we're going to keep the lid on it just like we did against uh, Houston, um, which was surprising that they didn't cross the 25, 20 yard line of the Ravens all game. So it makes me excited to think what we're going to do against the Kansas City team that seems to be getting hot at the right time. Uh, they move the ball efficiently on a depleted Bills team. Uh, I think this Ravens defense is a whole different challenge. Um, I'm excited to see what the interior pass rush is able to do, especially if Joe Dunley's not able to go um, with his pec injury. I think Matt BK should be able to have a good game. Pierce, Jones, all the interior guys. I expect them to attack with either stunts, um, Pierce being the under and getting either Van Noy or uh, Clowney as the over guy and getting through as quick as possible to uh, Holmes. Uh, with that being said, I do want pressure to be applied to Mahomes, whether it be five-man or a regular four-man pressure, but also being able to keep him contained and not have him beat him, beat us with his legs because he already can do it with his arm at will. We can't afford it for him to beat us with his legs too. And I'm right there with you on in terms of Mahomes. I think one of the things that really showed up against Stroud was, was absolutely relentless and effective pursuit with secondary pressure. So they got they got pressures initially, they got him flushed. Some cases he left the pocket on his of his own volition, where the pocket hadn't really broken down all the way yet. And they chased him and they forced him to throw that ball away. And there are about eight individual instances in the game where he threw a ball away or grounded it at the legs of receiver, um, where uh, it was a matter of that pursuit really paying off um, for, for the Ravens. So they did they did a great job with that last week. They need to continue it and, and can't let Mahomes get the edge, obviously. Um, you, you probably don't want to waste a spy on him. So your, your guys who are in zone coverage, they uh, on, the, on the shallow end, they need to understand what they're doing. They need to know what their responsibilities are in terms of when they uh, rush Mahomes with the pocket breaking. And you may want to do some disguise in in those situations. Mahomes is very good at reading it, but uh, you know you're, you're you've got a limited number of weapons against an, an extraordinarily good player. Um, I, it, what they have in terms of potential mismatches on that offensive line is something they've really got to take advantage of. Um, if Joe Tooney is replaced by Nick Allegretti, that is a a very young player coming in at a very important time, and you know they'll. I've heard all kinds of coach speak this week about how they look at Allegretti as a as a uh, starter also um, that first of all it's telling me they're probably going to be playing Tooney's probably going to be out 
Mm-hmm. The second thing is they're already trying to build him up for the, for this game, which seems unnecessary for starters if the guy's really good and a, a, a overly effusive based on what he's actually accomplished in the National Football League so far. And I think if you know if he's going up against whatever three tech on the side, that's going to be a matchup the Ravens are going to really try and win. Whether that's Pierce, um, whether that's uh, Travis Jones. Uh, if it might be Matabike, even um, it's it's an opportunity to uh, uh, to get a one on one matchup. You want to you want to try and engineer that if possible. Get Creed Humphrey blocking a different direction. Get the get the left tackle out in space so you have you have some room to operate there and and you got a good chance to beat a player like Allegretti. Yeah, and uh, back to your point about the spy. I think some things that we've seen this year from the Ravens and also a team like the Rams with a guy like Aaron Donald. Um, going against a guy like Lamar, he would kind of do like a mud rush kind of, especially if there was a stunt in the under player and he's the over player, he's kind of reading the quarterback and then firing off his first movement. I saw Matt BK do that last, last week on, um, I don't know if it was Pierce that went inside and he went over on the left and then he saw CJ Stroud leak and he just went and fired and he got the, the hit, the QB hit, but continuing to see that kind of pressure not running out of your lane staying disciplined and not letting the game get too big and trying to make a play i think that's the key yeah okay how about another one uh my other my other uh matchup will be isaiah pacheco against our front seven i expect him to get his yards he's just a physical guy but i'm going to be curious to see how the ravens replicate their efforts that they did last week because they really stuffed Houston, especially in the beginning of the game. They weren't, they were forced to throw the ball because they weren't running the ball at all. They got one big run from Singletary and that accounted for a majority of his yardage. So I'm going to be excited how to see how we can make Kansas city one dimensional, because I think yes, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. He can make you, he can make you pay anyway, but, if you make a team one dimensional, it's easy to set yourself up for success later in the game. I, I, well, I agree with that, certainly. And and usually when Patrick Mahomes is one dimensional, it's because he has to be and yep. the and the Chiefs are behind in the game. So that's where you want to be relative to the Chiefs. Um, the Ravens have a couple of things going on in this game. First of all, the, the Chiefs have a very effective run game. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is based on the combination of Pacheco's ability to exploit level two first contact opportunities and the fact that their interior offensive line has been very good and healthy for most of the season with Creed Humphrey, um, Tooney, and the guy that I'm, his name is escaping me. The, I want to say Greg Smith, but I don't think that's correct. The, the, the right mm-hmm. guard's name for the oh, – this is bad, and forgetting this is, is really bad. But anyway, um, the, the three of those, while I look this up, that are that are, uh, um, uh, that are there have done a good job of getting Pacheco some opportunities in level two for the first contact, and Pacheco, being a physical runner, has run over some of those guys and run through some tackles. The Ravens have 
uh, sorry, the Chiefs have had less success working against base defense. Um, and the run in particular has been a lot worse uh, when they've had, when the Chiefs have put 12 personnel on the field. Now, the Chiefs last week uh, used 1.80 tight ends per play, 90 on 50 plays. So, wow. um, you know, some of that comes from 13 where they're getting two extra tight ends in the game. But obviously, that points to a lot of 12 personnel, particularly in that game against Buffalo. Now, if they if they do a lot of 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 that and there's no guarantee that that will happen again by the way reed may you know go to a lot more 11 particularly if the if the field is sloppy he thinks he can gain an advantage that way yeah. i'm sure he'll do it but it's a um you know if they're if they're in 12 the ravens are going to need to stop the run from nickel with hamilton at uh, at big nickel and i think he's he is the ultimate weapon on the field in this game in terms of being the the player the ravens need to address a lot of the strengths of Kansas City. Yep, and I'm almost curious to see if if the weather does affect the game in the sense of passing the ball, will the Ravens take risks and uh, send six-man pressures and force Mahomes to make a decision quick, um, given that Kansas City's receivers don't have the greatest reputation this year. They haven't came up big in a lot of situations. I know last week v- VVS or Valdez Scanley was able to come up with a big catch late in the game but they haven't came in clutch for Mahomes all year and we should be able should continue to force them to make those plays yeah I um you know one of the things that has not worked against Mahomes in the past for the Ravens specifically is trying to rush numbers and so I I think that is something that we will not see in this game I think we'll see a lot of four-man pressure I think they'll even drop some players who would normally be pass rushers uh, to play that short zone rather than give Mahomes easy hot reads because he's very good at that. I mean, that's that's something that he's he's been so good at over the years that I wouldn't want to test it. I think it's the 2020. Let's see, they beat them two years ago, right? Didn't play them last year, beat them two years ago. So it must have been the 2020 game. I think that's right because Patrick Queen was out there and he had a terrible game that oh, yeah. day in coverage. And uh, a, a, a lot of that was five-man pressure was sent queen had real responsibilities and they, i mean mahomes just decided he was gonna he was gonna pick on him the whole game and he and he pretty much did there were five individual cases where patrick queen faced emoting from one of his teammates after the play which is unbelievable for one game i mean i look for that kind of thing so you know because i, I want to see who's pissed off about somebody not playing their assignment it's one of the big keys you can gain from watching film but it's it's it, it is a it was unbelievable in that particular game how often Mahomes took advantage of Queen. And I also think they're going to take advantage of linebackers again. Even though Roquan and Patrick Queen have been great this year, they still can – I talked about this earlier in the year. They can uh, get sure of themselves when they bite on fakes and things of that nature. I think they get hurt um, when they do bite really hard. I think Roquan especially because – He's obviously the enforcer he's looking to hit, but it can hurt him in the past game. The one deep completion, what was it, third and 13 in Nico Collins? Mm-hmm. That was an inside linebacker issue. That wasn't a DB issue. I think they didn't get enough depth on their drop, and that that forced that throw over the middle. Um, it, was de- it was disappointing to see McDonald not send any kind of pressure in that situation, just kind of sit back and let it happen, but that's a different story, I think. Kansas City is going to 
attack the middle of the field against the linebackers, I think. Yeah. Uh, I guess let's let's jive right into what probably is the biggest individual matchup of this game, which is which is Kelsey versus Hamilton. As far as I'm concerned, I mean, obviously there's there's a lot of players it takes a village to stop Mahomes, yep. but um, Travis Kelsey versus Hamilton is is potentially an enormous matchup on the strong side of formations when he flexes, and uh, you know it, it it takes more than the form of just covering him, which hopefully Hamilton can do effectively. Um, and and use his length and and size extremely well to to uh, make life difficult on on Mahomes and Kelsey. But also, you know, Kelsey has to block Hamilton on some wide receiver screens on some plays that go over that. And Hamilton's got to be able to do the same kind of job he's done all season, basically in terms of block shedding and getting downhill to make tackles when the Kansas City wants to run their small ball schemes to the outside. So uh, hopefully, that's something we'll see. And the. The reason why I kind of said bracket Kelsey earlier in the podcast is because last week against the Bills, I think it was the first throw that Kelsey, I mean, uh, Mahomes had to Kelsey. He threw it before he even turned out of his break and he put it out in space, not like it was on his body. It was out in space, out in front of Kelsey, and he just snagged it out of the air. Those are those kind of chemistry plays like we see with Lamar and Mark, Kelsey and Mahomes, you yeah. can't stop that kind of connection overnight. So bracketing him and not being able to let him have a three-way go, because that throw specifically I'm talking about, there's no way you can defend that with a one-on-one coverage because you can't beat timing. So if you're mm-hmm. able to have someone cover his inside leverage and have someone like Hamilton be able to jump the outside cut or the go that is where we're able to neutralize Kelsey and not put him in situations like we did against the 2021 win where we had uh oh my gosh what's his name number 40 uh Harrison had Harrison covering him that was probably the worst idea I've ever seen in my life (laughs) having Harrison cover Kelsey I don't think we're gonna see that mistake mistake this game all right, well, should be should be a great one. Uh, anything else before we uh, log off here? Uh, if you're going to the game on Sunday, I don't want Mahomes to be able to think in that yeah, huddle. There you go. I don't, I don't want nothing going on in that mind. I want him to forget the call. I want him to forget everything because we're so loud during during every single drive, every single play. I expect it to be a wild house on it, Sunday. It, it has absolutely mattered this year. The Ravens, you know, I've been posting now some graphics, but they 19 false starts and, and sorry, five delay games, I think it is. It might be six. Anyway, both lead the NFL in terms of opponent penalties at home. So this is something where hopefully the Ravens will, will generate quite a bit of that. Uh, the noise was impressive this last week. And and oftentimes also, if if you're going with a lot of cold weather gear, you can't hear it. It's, it's going to be a little bit warmer this week. People have a little bit less on their heads. You're going to hear it, um, but but you still need to make it. And it needs to start when they start the huddle, when, mm-hmm. they, when they begin to huddle. If you if you, if you you waste that time without getting your cheer going, then you, you really will miss out on a, on a lot of that uh, uh, valuable communication breakup you can, you can be part of. Frazier, always a pleasure doing this show with you. Tell folks where they can talk to you, talk football with you online. You guys can reach me at X slash Twitter at F underscore R-A-V-E-8. That's F underscore Rave 8.
All right. Other folks out there, if you'd like to be on a film study short, hit me up. Uh, we got n- not only the possibility of a game after this week, which we certainly hope is going to happen. We hope we have another matchup show for you on both sides of the ball. But we also uh, have the possibility of an offseason coming up, uh, during which time there'll be lots of Ravens content produced on this show. And I want I want you to be a part of it. So hit me up, whether it's something you want to hear, want to see, want to see discussed or actually want to do, which is always the preferable one, if, if you have passion for it, uh, that you come on. And if you want to take a different bent on this, if you don't feel like you're knowledgeable enough about the topic, um, come on and ask questions. That's fine, too. Uh, you don't you don't have to 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 be someone who who knows everything about a particular topic to 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 be make a very significant contribution to the show. Really appreciate all the loyalty from the listeners this year. It's been absolutely terrific. And uh, uh, you folks uh, really make me encouraged to continue doing this. And uh, I, I appreciate uh, all of what you've done for this show. For Frazier Tafar, this is Ken McCusick saying goodbye. And we'll talk to you next week, we hope, on Matchups. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.